This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. This gin and tonic is super stout, dude. Let me tell you. Ooh. Did I you did... make it the Julian way? I mean, I made it the correct way, if that's what you mean by the Julian way. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, show. Sure. Good to know. What's been up with you, buddy? Uh, I've been a little chatterbox on the old Nerdy Legion network. Yeah, you've been busy this week, man. What's up? <laughs> Not this cow. week. This weekend. Jeez. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You've been busy. It's been fun. That's good. I'm glad to hear. Yeah, you. You got some. You got some good talent on your network. Well, you know, got to have them uh, sign those contracts. You know, lock in those free agents. Lock in the free agents. Pay them well. Well, don't go too crazy. Well, I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta sock away that uh, sponsorship money here and there. You know, grow <laughs> grow the empire. Mm hmm. Sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm trying to work through some hiccups right now, Nick. I will tell you that. Why, did you eat something? No, no, no. Hiccups, like, on this new website. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, sometimes weird stuff happens, and uh, you just don't know why. You know what I mean? Are you talking gremlins in the system? Gremlins, for sure. All right. For sure. But, uh, yeah. Well, I'll get them figured out. Okay. I'll get them figured out. I've got to, uh, God. I have faith in you. You know. You know. I'll probably just be up late tonight trying to fix all this crap. Oh, no. Oh, And then up yes. early tomorrow. Early tomorrow for work? Of course. Oof. Ooga. Of course. Ooga. I mean, what else? You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. You just got to do what you got to do, buddy. No free time to read any comics. That's for darn sure. <laughs> that is correct. Mm, I, um, mm, mm. I tried to this weekend, Nick. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. No? No, no. It didn't work out. You get some TV viewing in? Um, I did. I, I watched some TV. I um I started reading the Department H uh, hardcover volume one. Mm. Okay. Because uh, our buddy Mike Myers he posted his uh, DCBS box. Yes. Yes, and uh, he had volume two, and I was like, oh my god, I've got volume one and I haven't read it. So I started it, mm -hmm. but I didn't get very far. Oh boy. Well, stuff happens. You know what I mean. All of a sudden, you realize that uh, Castlevania dropped on your Netflix account. I did watch that. I know you did. That's what was... I'm setting you up, buddy. We're professionals that. here. Look at the show notes. <laughs> Look at the show notes. Well, let me say, I finally watched the season finale of Arrow. Oh, what season are they on now? Five. Five just finished. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yep. Okay. I thought it was good. Our, our, our buddies at What Did You Watch... Uh... They're not big fans of the Arrow. And no? I, you know, I could see why. It's It's got sure. its problems. Sure, sure. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was it was enjoyable. I mean, it's no Legends of Tomorrow. 
Don't get me wrong. Oh, okay. That, that who's the who's the big villain or the big like guest star in this se- in this season? It was Prometheus. Oh, okay. Yeah, Prometheus. Who was super annoying. Super annoying. He just he wanted Oliver to admit that he was a killer, pretty much. Oh boy. The entire season. That's a long season. Yeah. Yeah. And Sheesh. Uh, I, I, Did he look like the the character from the comics? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. So uh but I assume that now they can quit going and uh doing the island flashbacks. Because Prometheus, oh my God, Prometheus really? blew the island up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't know they were still doing those flashbacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren was in this season. Ooh, as who? He was just a Russian mobster. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was interesting. Interesting. It was very All interesting. All right. I watched that. I watched, uh, I watched the movie. Um... I don't remember what it's called. Alone here, maybe something alone, something here. I don't know. Hmm. It's okay. a it's a post apocalyptic film. It was okay, but yes, I did watch Castlevania, Nick. Yes. Let me tell you, I didn't realize it was four episodes. Yeah. I was expecting like eight or ten episodes. So Anna, I, animated and isn't Warren Ellis writing it? Warren Ellis is writing it and producing it. That's in, that's interesting. Yes, yes. I uh, I mean, it's four episodes. I watch them back to back because they're like thirty minutes a piece, you know. And are you giving it three bats up? Um, I think so. Okay. But let me tell you what the problem was, because Uh-oh. I didn't realize it was four episodes. Mm-hmm. So I get to the fourth episode, which was awesome. And then our little band of uh, Dracula hunters start walking off to find Dracula. The episode ends, and I'm like, oh, that was awesome. But there's no play next episode. And I'm like, wait a second, what? So all of a sudden you got the, uh, since you watch this, you might also like, and then it will be like different strokes. Well, no, it doesn't even do that. Because oh. so so I have a Chromecast, right? So I cast everything to my TV, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so when a movie is over or a season of a TV show is over, all it does is revert back to the Netflix logo, ready to cast. So like it doesn't even play anything else. You know what I mean? Oh, brother! It just it's ready for you to play the next thing. And it was very oh. upsetting, Nick. Very upsetting. I was like, wait, what? No play? Wait, wait. Netflix logo. Then did you fire up uh, the new season of Dragon Ball Z and you're like, this is good enough? I did not. Oh. I did not. Then I was very upset and I went outside and I threw a bunch of comics out the window. <gasps> what? No, I didn't do that. Okay. I didn't do that. But I was upset. I was very upset. But uh what, what it, comics would you have thrown out the window? Oh god. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I don't know. Okay. Alright. No, I wouldn't do that either. I don't know. Nick, I don't throw comics at people or in the trash. That's why I said out the window. That's I didn't say in the trash. Well, out the window's just as bad. 
Well, sure. But I'm just curious which comic you would actually throw out that window. Um. Well, I, I know of one comic I want to throw out the window, but it's not out yet, so... Oh, <laughs> sneaky peeky. You'll Do find tell. out. Uh, I don't even know what comes out next week, this week, this week, I think. Okay. Is Do it tell. one that, is it, okay, I know you can't talk about it. No, I can't. But is it at all a comic book that, because you know I'm I'm actually going into a comic book store once a month grabbing yes. one floppy, floppy from Valiant and then because of the, the bundle that you guys hooked me into like mm-hmm. a crack addict mm-hmm. and i always have to buy two or three other comic books while i'm there of course standard yep now would any would this book catch my eye and just like i'm gonna get that that looks interesting um i mean that's or, what, that's what they hope for or you highly doubt it no, no no that's what they hope for this book has been getting a lot of hype Hype! Huh. Okay. But uh, don't believe the hype, Nick. I mean, some people, I'm sure some people will believe it. Trust me. Some people will really like this book, and that's fine. If you really like it, good for you. However, Nick, this book was kind of a hot mess. Well, since I only buy stuff one week out of the month, I'm pretty sure you know I look for Wildstorm. Mm-hmm. Gotta grab that new one. Sure. And then I look for a couple other books that I either heard some good hype on or they're starting off at a, on a new arc or it's issue number one of a certain series. Mm-hmm. Like, ba- like Batman Shadow. Yes. Yeah, but if you were, if you, if like your crap comic book was like the next issue of Batman or Detective, I'd be like, nope, waiting for all that crap on trade. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and pretty much Valiant as well. Yes. I'm only in for the pre-order bundle. I gotcha. But then all of a sudden, you know, guess what? Rucka does Old Guard, and now every month that one's picked up as well. Yeah, it is. So, well worth it. Yeah, it is. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um... Yeah. So if it is, if it doesn't fall into those like broad categories, I'm never even going to pay attention to it. Oh sure, 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 sure. But uh, we we should talk about this. Um, ha- uh, yeah, we could talk about this. So so here's the thing about the the comic book industry, Nick. And uh, I, I think Marvel um, suffers from this the most. I would say. Okay. Where. They hype and hype and hype a book, and you really want to get it, and then you're just kind of disappointed. Yeah, and I think, uh, and it's not exclusive to Marvel, so don't get me wrong. Nope. But, um, I I understand that comic companies need to make money. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I understand that they have to. They have to solicit things ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I understand that uh, they need to get shops to buy books. And yes. so a lot of times the uh, the marketing machine, as they say, mm-hmm. um, has to be put into full effect. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Just uh, just fuel up the tank, go full choo-choo on it. You know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's a problem with that, Nick. Because you get people excited and excited and excited. And then what if the book comes out and nobody likes it? That's a problem. You know what I mean? You know what I have an issue with? This hype train coming down the tracks. Mm -hmm. And you hear either like, oh, we're going to lay out the story for you. And the artist and the writer are on the hype train promoting it way ahead of time. Like, and when that falls flat, that gets me pissed. Mm, but mm. It, but if it's an editor or just oh, somebody in marketing, like this is gonna be our big event. Just wait. You know what's crazy? The watcher's always there. You know it'd be nuts. Somebody took an eye out from the watcher. Mm. Like if that's being said by the writer, okay, then I'm pretty sure all that might happen. It might fall flat on its face. Yes. But if it's the publisher. Or the marketing person saying that, we shall see. Like that—that's usually one of those. It, we're gonna rock the foundation of DC Comics. Something like this hasn't happened in two decades. Mm. Not since Frank Miller took over Batman has thing. You know, it's just like, oh God, come on. Like <laughs> time out. Yes, 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 yes. So where was your where was the direction of this hype train coming from? Oh God, Nick, I just I don't know how much I want to say because I don't. No, wanna, no, I don't... no, no. I don't want I don't want you to even like narrow it down for people that are more in the the know than I am. I, I'm only asking: Did it come from the creative team, or did it come from oh, somebody outside oh, the creative oh, team? That's no, all. No, no, no. It came from the uh, from the company itself, from the publisher. Okay, well then. That that's a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, I'll even throw out an example: the Rafer Roberts uh, Archer and Armstrong. Sure. When he comes out and says, "We've never looked inside Armstrong's bag. It's infinite. There's tons of things happening in there. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we're taking you in." Mm-hmm. And when he paints the picture, and then whether it comes up great for you or not, it's sort of like, well, that's sort of on you. Like, you got me excited to go inside that bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and trust me, and trust me, there's creators out there that it's like everything, and I mean, I could name one right off the top of my head. Um, actually, I could name two. And... One actually really comes through for me. The other one is very uh, his his batting percentage has gone down dramatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the uh, my guess is with the comfort of becoming very very important to the company that he works for. Uh... <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was like a is that is that. Uh... Sparkman soundboard because right no, when I paused, no. I heard, "Oh no!" That that is not a soundboard. That is uh, live people. Oh, that was awesome. Yes, that is live people. Um, no, like like Jeff Johns mm-hmm. when he hypes stuff up, 
it's always like, ooh, man, I can't wait to I can't wait to read that. And then I like I will like nom 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 on like whatever else he's height like if he's throwing out like bits and pieces of like this is what's gonna happen in Darkest Night. Here's the broad strokes. And then he has another interview two weeks later and he's sort of giving more details. Mm -hmm. I'll totally pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. And Bendis used to be that way for Marvel, and I think as soon as he became Mr. Marvel Entertainment, I'm going to help out with every movie. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Those checks are gigantic. Mm-hmm. So he's not the struggling indie writer he once was, and you can sort of tell his lack of interest, shall we say. Well, I mean, unless he's doing something he really, really likes to do, right? So, oh, when he took over X Men, he was all he that passion was back in, right? Whether, whether that was a failed experience, but both of them, if you follow like all of their stuff, they are the hype men for their big events. They are the hype men for their next book, mm-hmm. and how excited! And you got to get back into this. Oh my gosh, Spider Man's going to be doing this. What if there was a different Spider Man? Oh my, and like they're the hype like they're the big cheerleaders out front it isn't like axel alonzo out there sometimes it's dan didio but still like it's mainly those two Mm -hmm. cheerleading Mm -hmm. and it works like i mean they have a good they have a good track record or back in the day they did Mm -hmm. so i can sort of all right I'll, i'll go along for that ride but no, we don't have to go any further. I don't. I don't want you to. To be honest with you, I don't. I don't want you to ruin anything. I'm. I'm just asking you questions to be selfish because I don't want to walk into my comic book store to pick up Secret Weapons number two. I see like brand new story arc. This is going to change comics. Crazy like awesome cover. I get suckered into buying it, and it's like, dang it! I just you know not wasted, but still, it's like five dollars that could have went somewhere else. Um. Yes, but I don't know. It's I don't even know like how how to explain it, Nick. Like it seems to me, like if you're to say, like something really important happens in this book, right? Okay, you sure. Throw, you throw that out there. Throw out a teaser image. You mean like, beyond like a uh, creative team change? Yes. Like character wise. Now, Grant, this book has the same creative team. So no, that, I'm just saying like like. The big hype for Moon Knight is Jeff Lemire's off of it. Here's this new creative oh, right, team right, coming right. in. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So this is more content related. This is just content related. Okay. okay. Same, same creative team. Yeah. You okay, say I'm you cool. say this issue will change everything. Okay. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. Right. Guess what? Guess what? Somebody who did that great, Dan Slott, uh, putting Doc Ock into Spidey. Boom. There you go. Okay. Because because he was all like, I can't. I can't tell you anything, but it will change the face of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and he pulled it off. And he pulled it off. Yeah, right. But 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 what was the what was the marketing attached to that? It was pretty uh, much I, pretty much that. Yeah, it was it was mystery, and then they were putting out fires. Once people found out it was Doc Ock, just like uh, Red Hulk for Jeff Loeb. Mm-hmm. Like people were so up in arms. They loved the mystery, mm-hmm. and, but then all of a sudden they were like, "What the hell is this?" Blah, 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 blah. But then they fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, fans are going to freak out no matter what. Especially if you're like, 
this is a game changer. This will, whatever whatever the, the shakeup's going to be, this is going to change this book forever. So here's the thing, though. How, how do you read that, right? Because, like, I, I don't want to... I don't want to go into specifics, Nick, because I don't want to say... I don't... I mean, you know what book it is. I'm pretty sure you know what book it is. No, um, I I oh, honestly really? don't. Oh, I okay. honestly don't, and that... Well, that's why I asked you, is it a, is it a number one? It's not a I, number one, but th it just I'm, came up in our I'm, chat. So that's why I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I, I notice our chat only when I'm in... Only when my device is in front of me. Okay, great. Perfect. Like, if you if you were doing that... Like Saturday afternoon, my wife was getting her hair cut. I mm -hmm. was completely disassociated with my devices for two and a half hours while I was reading Starman. Okay, good. Because this is when it happened yeah. with Saturday okay. afternoon. Okay. Yeah, um, I, no clue. But I just don't want to get to my comic book store and be like, new creative team on Moon Knight. I like Moon Knight. I'm sure Martin does. I might try this. This is the first issue. Mm-hmm. Into my hand it goes, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, here, I got, I got an example. You're you're a Spider-Man okay. fan. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. All right. You remember the the clone conspiracy, right? Yep. Okay. So still haven't read it. That that's fine. That's fine. Okay. But but I know I know everyone's like, no, that's the one thing you can avoid. Sure. Yeah. Yep. 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 So so you know all this stuff happens, blah blah blah. Um, like you you get a resolution, okay, to the story. And then 20 years later, it turns out that Ben Riley is not actually a clone. He's actually Peter Parker. And the Peter Parker that we've had for years is actually the clone. <laughs> okay? You know what I mean? Sure. Now, yeah. Now, that upset a lot of people, right? Yeah. Because you're saying, here's this game-changing event. And our hero, Peter Parker, triumphs over all this. Until 10, 20 years later, when you're like, eh, we're just kidding. He didn't actually triumph. He sucks. Now he's wearing the stupid hoodie and pretending to be Spider-Man. You know? So this isn't, this isn't like, okay, now you're, you're blowing my mind a little bit. Um, because I, I would think that a fan coming to, coming to Spider, your example, Spider-Man, after like getting the rug pulled out from under them for 20 years that's because all those wins for peter parker now in your head you're like well now how many wins am i putting over to ben riley yes and and the way you explained it right there it seems like it's the creator that doesn't have a deft hand enough to be like you know what we can't just do this dumb swerve because we want to sell books to, like, beat up the hype. Mm hmm Like, you have to have a reason for that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, I, and I'm sure when Clone Conspiracy came out, I'm sure people were, like, as soon as they saw, like, the clones of Pete, what's happening here? There's Spider-Man and there's Peter Parker and what's happening? You know what? I, like, I'm sure that confused people but also got them interested. Mm-hmm. But to do that swerve, like, how many years later... Oh, are you kidding me? Like, you might as well just say I woke up and everything was a dream for that for those twenty years. <laughs> like all your emotional investment just got like pulled out from under you. Mm -hmm. What the h? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I hate to say it, like who was sleeping with Mary Jane? 
or any one of Peter's right. girlfriends. There you go. Like that that is just like assaulting your like why you why you enjoy that character. Why mm-hmm. you build up that character and how you relate to that character. Mm-hmm. See? Wow. You, you you get what I mean. You you got it, Nick. You got it. So but see, uh, that, this is why Bloodshot's good. Because well, I, No, no, no. No, like uh, like Dwayne Straczynski's run. Okay. When when he like tries to find out going to the house of the woman that he thinks is related to him, but he can't quite fit. Like, that's that's a cool mystery. Mm-hmm. And a good writer can make that into a mystery and mm-hmm. make that, that part be like, well, is she a spy? Is she just working for, you know, the company that wants to keep him, you know, under their thumb? Mm-hmm. Or is this more of a spawn trying to find his wife? And yet, you know, it's a Phantom of the Opera thing. He can't really talk to her. Right. Like, but I mean, we're also talking like, these are good scenarios. These aren't like, I'm just, I'm going to pull a crying game. You thought that person through the entire movie was a woman? Whoop, guess what? It's a man. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, invite, I invested time in that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, shit, they can do whatever they want. But guess what? Like, I understand, like, people are invested in characters, but at some point, like, I, as a, as a reader, I might just be like, you know what, I'm going to tap out. Right, right, right. You get that character under wraps. You try to, you get his moral center back to where it should be. Because mm-hmm. the voice that's coming out of that person's mouth is not the voice that, that I'm used to. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Bad. I don't know. That's bad. So I think so. Uh, <clears throat> ooh, almost died there. Ooh. Oh no. Ooh. You need another gin and tonic. Yeah, I need a. I need a. I need a sip. A libation, if you it's, will. Uh, it's so good, man. I don't know how people don't like gin. Uh, yeah, they're crazy. Crazy mm. people. So good. Um, I don't even buy expensive stuff. I got New Amsterdam. It's my, uh, it's my, it's my go-to because it's not, it's not cheap. It's not like, uh, what's that? What, what do they make gin and juice out? Seagrams. It's not Seagrams. Ooh. It's like, you know, like two, two notches up. All right. But it's not but quite. It, it's not quite Tanqueray yet. But it's not. Uh, it's not the Julian. It's not. No, it's not the Julian. No. It's not yeah. the Julian. So uh, did you at least go with the good, uh, the good water? No, no, dude. Like nobody carries tonic here anymore. Jeez, what's wrong with that? You're, what the hell? Is it because it's Sunday? Well, no. Liquor stores are closed Sunday here. Wow. This is the Bible Belt, bro. Man. 7 o'clock Saturday, closed until Monday morning. Bro, God needs his time. That's right. Jesus doesn't drink. Mm. Hell no. Hell no. So, um, you know, we, we, we often talk about trolls, Nick. Oh. The internet trolls. Oh, I thought you were talking the Justin Timberlake movie. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a we've, good movie. We've seen it like two or three times already. Of course you did. It's so good. Zoe loves it. And I love it too. Because yeah. uh, it's got great music. It does. It's absolutely. got great music. Matter of fact, um, her, new, her new favorite song is uh, from the movie Sing. I don't know if you saw that. I have not. Okay. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. I mean, it's no trolls. Okay. But it's All pretty right. good. 
Wait, am I recording? Okay. I should check that. Okay, good. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so you can so you can uh, get a timestamp of like I gotta edit this the last three minutes out. No, I'm not editing shit. Okay. So um, sing. It's like uh, it's kind of like an American Idol thing with like it's a cartoon movie. Oh no, I I I know the basis. Oh, okay, of okay, it. okay. Well, yeah. so so there's a there's a song in that movie that this gorilla sings. And it's mm-hmm. a cover of uh, Elton John's "I'm Still Standing." Sure. And Zoe loves the shit out of it. She wow. plays that song all the time. And it's does like, she like the Elton John song? Well, so too? I asked her. I was like, "You know, it's an old song." She's like, "No, it's not. It's from Sing." <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "And you're like every song from Sing is an old song." I was like, "Well, and we, we did that when we were watching Trolls too." Right. Because we're watching Trolls and like all these songs keep coming up, and I was like, "Oh, I know that song." She's like, how do you know that song? You haven't seen this movie. I'm like, Zoe, that's from like when I was your age. You know what I mean? That's Earth, Wind, and Fire Saturday night. <laughs> the so, best thing uh, would be is if you were sitting there watching it at home and you start singing the song mm. and compl- and sing every song and just yes. completely blow her mind. Well, I was in Trolls. That's awesome. And, and, and in a part of Sing, too, I guess. But uh... You just can't cop that they're old songs. Right, 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 right. Well, but what of. did she say to Elton John? So she liked the song, but she did not like the music video. <laughs> no, that is such a horribly dated it's a music terrible video. music video. <laughs> oh my god, it is so colorful. Oh man, so uh, yeah, that was interesting. That was interesting, but oh, that's uh, good. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like uh, you know, it's like it's like publishers are internet trolls nowadays, Nick. You know, the really? internet the internet has really just ruined everything, Nick. Mm-hmm. Just everything is ruined. We should just set it all on fire and just uh, go back to cave paintings, smoke. You chickens. know, you know what's uh, two things. What what? And I'm in complete agreement with you. It is every Yahoo out there thinks that everything that comes out of their gobsmack is important. Mm. And not everybody needs to hear your opinion on every topic. They they just don't. They mm-hmm. don't want to hear everything that I say. They don't want to hear they they could care. No one is talking like Winston Churchill that mm. needs that needs every word documented. No, no one needs that. Mm-hmm. But the but also on the other end, why are these companies bending over backwards for all these dum-dums on social media. It's like you don't... Remember when companies just sort of ignored stuff like that? Yes, if there was the best. If there was a huge outcry for like, oh my gosh, Comcast Cable, the installers, oh, they're so horrible. Well, guess what? That's a wave of people and backlash. And guess what? They, they tweaked that, they adjusted it, and they've, you know, commented on it. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to sit there and have, like, a team of people respond to every single mention of your company. You don't have to justify it. Mm-hmm. People can go somewhere else. Guess what? You know who doesn't have uh, Comcast cable? The guy who's talking right now because <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> Oh my god! But like for these big companies to like turn and do about faces, it's like you realize 
you don't owe anybody anything. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just it's crazy, mm-hmm. crazy how sensitive they are now. Well, and you know what the problem is when you actually cater to these people, they get worse, mm-hmm. right? Because you're giving them attention, and so yep. it ruins for people that actually want to know things, right? I don't know if you know this, but you go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac, I'm pretty sure that thing is bad for you. What? But you don't have to raise a red flag. Hey, Einstein, slap that out of your mouth. Don't put it in there, (laughs) dum-dum. It's just like, oh my god. But but then it's like you're going to blame them when it's like, I got a heart disease. Well, you were probably eating two Big Macs a day. Mm -hmm. Let me... Let me open up that because I'm pretty sure McDonald's forced those on you. Mm-hmm. Like at least McDonald's or, or there's some companies out there that just pretty well either will attack with jokes or they completely ignore. Imagine how many times like McDonald's or Wendy's gets tapped on the shoulder and like this stuff's ruining our children. This oh, stuff's right. horrible for you. And it's like you're not doing anything. Like you're scre- you're screaming into a wind tunnel. Well, you know, like so, nothing can be heard. So, so now there are laws that say that you cannot blame certain companies for certain ailments. Okay, so mm-hmm. we we just watched this documentary on Netflix. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it's called. It's, oh man, it's, it's one of those food ones. I'm sure I can find it and find out. Is it like Food Inc? No, no, no. It's it's okay. it's similar to Food Inc. Okay. Um, God, is there um? There's like a what you watched recently thing on here, right? On Netflix. Remember, remember when Netflix was nice and simple. Remember those times. God, yes. Wait, what is this? Twenty shows and movies added in the last four days. The Void. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know what the Void is, but I'm gonna add it. Well, hold on, Martin. Um. Listeners, this is the point in the podcast that uh, Martin heads down a hole. <laughs> we'll get him back in about four minutes. Just hang tight or just scrub ahead for a minute. No, no, no. You don't need to scrub ahead. But he, Nothing. But, he, but he's adding the void right now, and that's going to send him down another hole, and he's going to find, I'm guessing, a World War II Russian zombie apocalypse film with two soldiers, an American and a Russian, and a, actually, and a German as well. Buddy. Uh, on buddy. an island, and there's um, international zombies coming to that island. All right, already seen it. Oh. This documentary is called What the Wealth, or What the Health. What the Health. Wow, the that's... Health. No, one, no wonder you, you couldn't remember that title. <laughs> Jesus. What the hell? Uh, what the hell? He, okay. um, the guy, I knew I recognized the guy. The guy that is in this documentary did, uh, Cowspiracy. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, the wife did. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. It's the same guy. Okay. Cause I Good. was watching and I was like, I know this guy. And I was like, we haven't seen this yet. And I was like, so I looked at it and I was like, shit, like this just came out last week. There's no way I've seen this. Uh, but yeah, he did. Is he, is he one of those like Michael Myers? What uh, do you mean? Awesome? uh, no, no, no! Documentary dudes, who's like in front of the camera? Yes. Okay, gotcha, yes. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Anyways, and what the hell they talk about? Uh, pretty much like the the dairy industry. 
Sure. And how like it's the only industry that has laws that say like you can't blame this industry for saying that you're fat or you got like diabetes <laughs> or anything like that. Um, anyway, it was it was really interesting. It was really interesting. Um, but you know what? Those th those industries don't give a shit. And now let me tell you. No. They they do some fucked up stuff. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm gonna cuss because we're talking real here. <gasps> this is real talk right now. Dairy industry and the meat industry and all that, they do fucked up things. But you know what? They do what they want. Now granted, I don't agree with it because they pollute the environment, like people are getting fat and this and that. Like, God, have you ever seen like a pig farm? Look, I live in the South. There's pig mm -hmm. farms everywhere. They're fucking sure. disgusting. Absolutely. Okay. Um, but you know what? Those companies don't give a shit. Here's what I'm trying to say, Nick. Comic companies, you give too much a shit. You need to quit giving so many shits about what people yep. say. You know what I mean? Yep. Let's, let's go back to the old faithful analogy, Nick. The old faithful analogy is Apple computers. Well, formerly Apple computers. I don't know what they're now. Apple Inc., iTunes mm -hmm. Inc., whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. iPod Inc. Mm -hmm. um, now, you know what? And that's a perfect example for two reasons. So back in the day when Steve Jobs was alive, you know what Steve Jobs said, Nick? You're a Mac user. What did Steve Jobs say? He said, I want to, I want to do that sweet black and white video where the woman tosses the hammer <laughs> through the TV. Oh, that is Put the it on best. Super Bowl Sunday. It's, it's going to look so like a George bad. Orwell. <laughs> well, it was. It came out the same yeah. year. <laughs> yes, he did say that. But what Steve Jobs said is people don't know what they want. Apple knows what you want. Apple's going to make the best computers in the world with the best design in the world. And we're going to give them to you. And you're going to want it. And you're going to like it. And you're going to buy it. And you're going to spend thousands of dollars on it. Okay? You're going to spend twice as much as anybody else on a computer. Yeah. Because it's, it's a Mac. Okay? And people will be like, oh, well, Steve Jobs, can you, can you, make, uh, can you make the Mac in, in black? And he'd be like, listen, nobody wants a black Mac. Okay? That's stupid. We're going to make <laughs> super colorful bubble-shaped Macs, and everyone's going <laughs> to love it. You know what I mean? And the investors are like, Steve, we're not giving you money for this. Nobody's going to buy it. Steve's like, listen here. Give me the goddamn money. I'm going to build this bubble-fucking Macs in many <laughs> different colors, and I guarantee you people will buy it. If nobody buys it, just get me out of the company. Okay? But I guarantee <laughs> you people will buy it. Guess what happened, Nick? Everybody had these stupid-ass fucking Macintosh computers that were giant CRT monitors, but they were super colorful. Yeah. Right? Think about when the iPod came out. Oh my god, you can have a hundred songs in your pocket. Now, now you think about it and you're like, well, that's stupid. But back then, nobody had a hundred songs in their pocket. No. And for $500, you can have a hundred songs in your pocket? God, give me three of them. Mm-hmm. And then what happened, Nick? Steve Jobs died. Steve Jobs rest in peace. Ever since then, nobody's been able to make a proper Steve Jobs movie. Book's pretty good, though. <laughs> but no proper Steve Jobs movies. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, Ashton Kutcher, no Steve Jobs, let me tell you. Mm-mm, mm-mm. However, now they have a new CEO, and guess what he does? Oh, Samsung brings out a 7-inch phone. What does Steve Jobs say? We will never do a 7-inch phone. It's too fucking big. Nobody wants it. Well, you could argue maybe Steve Jobs was wrong. But really, do you want a 7-inch phone? Probably not, unless you have a small penis. You know what I mean? So what does Apple do now? They make 7-inch phones, right? Because journalists are like, oh, well, Apple doesn't do a 7-inch phone. They're behind the times. Samsung does a 7-inch phone. Well, guess what? The iPhone doesn't blow up. Samsung's piece of shit phone blows up. Okay. Apple? I thought you I thought you were going to go down the pencil road. Well, I don't want to go down the pencil road because uh, it's stupid. But you're right. The pencil is a good example. And how much well, is that? Like $50 for a fucking pencil? It doesn't matter. Steve Jobs is like, why would we do that? Why would we do that? Now, let me tell you. Sometimes Steve Jobs is wrong. Oh, okay. sure. Sometimes yeah, he yeah, is yeah. wrong. Absolutely. For example, Steve Jobs said, well, actually, he was right on this. He said, when the iPhone comes out, no apps. First iPhone, no apps, Nick. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, we want fucking apps. Andrew's got apps. Palm Pilots have apps. The BlackBerry has apps. Why doesn't the iPhone have apps? And Steve Jobs said, apps are fucking stupid. You don't want apps. You want this that we're giving you. It was like uh, <laughs> like, like websites kind of that ran on, on your phone. Those were, those were the first iPhone apps. He'll let you know what you and, need. Well, and then you don't you don't they, know what you need. Everybody bitched so much. Eventually, they had an app store. Yeah. Okay. But you know, Apple had to buy other companies to do that. Well, guess oh. what? Now, ten years later, okay, this was the tenth anniversary of the iPhone. Now, guess what? A lot of apps are not actually apps anymore, Nick. Um. There's a, there's a lot of push from com- God. We're getting so techy. This is so far from comics, but I promise you, it'll make sense in a minute. Hey, Martin. Hey. This this isn't Nerdy Legion comics. Just to let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, 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 sure. So you uh, go, you go. I uh, like this. I'm going. I'm going. So so now, developers are moving away from apps, and guess what? They're going back to Nick. Fucking websites that work without internet connections like Jeep Jobs was doing with the fucking first gen iPhone 10 years ago. <laughs> Steve Jobs, rest in peace. You're a genius. I love you. Aston Kutcher's not you. Fuck that guy. Uh, I, I, I got I would read like a guy who swings for the fences and misses every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But a, you know who had his foot on the throat of every developer and engineer underneath him. Oh yeah. Steve Jobs rest in peace. Oh yeah. When there were deadlines to be met, how many deadlines did he miss? None of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can look at plenty of modern companies that good luck if you even get something out within the year that they said, Oh, it'll be out. It'll be out in June. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed it'll be out in the next year in June. <laughs> Just like, guess, and, and I'm pretty sure that foot made everybody not work nine to five. Right. Like, right. no, chain yourself to that desk, dum-dum. I don't care. You're right. Yeah. And you know what? That's what's wrong with fucking comics, Nick. It's exactly mm. what's wrong with fucking comics. 
all you the comic some... company. Well, let me tell you. So all the comic companies are afraid, okay? Because we all know comics are dying, right? Everything's going digital. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, that's fine. That's fine. But I, I know plenty of people that still buy non-digital comics. Oh, for sure. Okay, I myself included. Um. So, so the industry needs to do something. And it was funny because you know I told you last uh, last week, I just finished Marvel: The Untold Story. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I mean I remember some of the stuff from the '90s, right? But like even in the '60s, like Marvel selling like 10 million copies of books. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy amounts. And and at like nothing, right? Like back then, comics were like five cents. Yep. And they're still making shit tons of money selling millions and millions and millions of copies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the industry goes up and down. Yes, I get it. And now, right now we're like in a down thing, a down phase. Um, so, so publishers feel like they need to just do stuff to get people to buy their books. But let me tell you, being a fucking asshole with some shitty ass marketing is not the way to do it. No? It's not. It's not. Now, I get it. You want to try different things. Okay? So, I like to pick on Marvel. So, let's talk about Marvel. Ooh. All right? So, Marvel's been, uh, you know, like, relaunching all their books every yeah. six months. Yeah. It's probably longer than that. But we'll just say six months because it sounds good. So, a book will get to, like, you know, issue six. And then you get a new creative team. All new, all different. Number one. Yeah. Sometimes it makes no sense because when they remember I... to number one, it's just the next issue in the previous story, right? I like, like number ones. Oh, everybody loves number ones. Yeah, I buy those. I see number one on that. It's like, yep, put it into my hand. Thank you. I, I, sure. What good is it to you, though, Nick? Right. Are you going to sell it? Are you going to make millions of dollars? Yes. In a few years? What? Yes. <laughs> Buy a car with all those. <laughs> Number ones. Oh, man. Death of Superman. That was supposed to make me rich. I know. It's almost like they Marvel's looking at it like a legacy. Mm, a Marvel legacy, you say? Mm-hmm, that would be mm-hmm. a great title for a relaunch of their line. Well, especially all the ones that they've been doing number ones with every six months. But some... I'm guessing summer intern had to sit there and count up all of these issues. And then they were like, Hey, 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 did you know all these main characters? If you add up all their issues, they're really close to hitting milestones. Wait, 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 wait. You need to explain how this works to me. So what you're saying is if I relaunch a book, let's just say 10 times every six months. Yeah. So what you're saying or, or is... Or a character has, like, um, some limited series. That type of thing. All right. So, like, so, like Venom. So what you're saying is, after, like, I don't know, let's just say... Let's say I'm relaunching every six months for uh, five years. That's ten series. Okay. So what you're saying is that after ten years, after, let's say, uh, Venom number six, volume, mm-hmm. volume 11... Yeah. Okay. Volume eleven, issue issue six. You know the rich the rich history of volume eleven. Yes, of course. It's a Mm -hmm. key. It's a key book. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's People. the golden age. The golden no, the age. The golden was, age was right around ten. Right around ten. Well, yes, because ten is ten times better than one, right? No, oh, absolutely. So yeah, now, you already now, had ten number got, ones. Now, you had see, ten number ones. See, yes. now we're getting it. So what you're saying absolutely. is, for volume twelve, we're gonna change it, and we're just it's gonna a, say yeah. it's issue sixty-one. So we're gonna go from absolutely. six to sixty-one. Mm-hmm. That's genius. Yeah. How'd you come up with that? If we added it all up, it'd be like, oh, they're around issue 137. And you know what we could do as a double size? Issue 150. And we probably could sell that for two times, if not three times oh, more than wow. the next issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, that Why makes not? perfect sense, right? Because everyone... you, know what people, you know what people want more than number ones? Do tell. Gigantic issue 200s Ooh. or 300s or 350. Any one of those, any, especially the old readers, they love that stuff. Oh, yeah. They feel like they've been with it since issue one, which they have because it's <laughs> volume 10, issue one. So way to go. Whew. But now you're also getting an issue 150 double-sized giant. See, now that's which... genius because you, you can go from issue one to issue 137 within six months. Yeah, blink of an eye. Now, you can't go wrong with that. But you know what's even better? They don't really even have to plan to do this double-sized giant size. You just take the same script, and you let that artist draw twice as many panels. What? You just stretch it out. They don't know. They They're going to pay know. for it anyway. You know what? Let's slap a nine ninety nine on that cover. They I, want it. I'd buy They'll that. get that. How many covers do you want to do with that? How many versions? I don't know, 30? Yeah, why not? Well, I mean, it's issue 137, so let's just do 137 variants. I'm thinking at least three covers per volume. Oh, man. You know, when you bring, you know what you do? Mm, uh, uh, people eat this stuff up. Yeah. All of a sudden, you bring back uh, Paco Medina, who did uh, volume six. You bring him back for a, va for a variant cover. <laughs> He doesn't do anything in the inside. We pay him a little extra. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't and care. No. That's an extra paycheck. And you know what? He goes and sells that cover. Oh. Payday. 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 Well, maybe. Like if they live. Are, are you trying to say issue 150 of Venom's not going to sell? Come on. Get out of here. I mean, I don't know. Dude, they would never do a Venom issue 150. Hey, okay, let's be, let's be real. Just saying. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, especially like you look at Hawkeye, Iron Fist, Moon Knight. You look at all these characters. It wasn't like we kept doing relaunches and they just didn't sell. So we just cut them and burned. Mm. These, these are all fan favorites. Oh, yeah. They weren't, they weren't losers. No. Successes. They were we just wanted to end winners. those. Right. Yeah, that's not losing. It's just not winning. Right. Yeah. How how many people went to go see Citizen Kane? Oh God, billions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And Dolby surround sound. Right. We're making classics here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what they should do? They should get yeah. like uh, I don't know, like some kind of technology where uh, you put these glasses on. 
and you mm-hmm. can read the comics in like three dimensions. Like you're almost like you're almost in the comic. You know what I mean? Ooh. Or do like foil covers on them, like uh, like metal covers. Those are like, pretty pricey. Like shiny holographic covers. Those are pretty pricey to do. But I mean, it's okay. We're charging nine ninety nine. So we'll did you work tra- out? Did you work out the business on it? Because I'm pretty sure they're about nine cents more to do. Well, okay, so we'll charge fourteen ninety nine for these. Okay, yeah, okay. absolutely. I think yeah, it's three D. It's fair. It's three D. It's three yeah. times the comic. Absolutely. For only fifty percent the higher price. It's a lenticular cover. People are suckers for that. Oh, they man. think it's three covers, but oh, it really no. isn't. It's not. It's and really, can you even look at any of the three covers and actually see a decent image? Not really. Not really. I mean, you, it's at some weirdo angle that you're trying to figure out. No. Mm-hmm. Whew, Bruce Banner becomes Hulk. That, But it sort of looks like Bruce Banner and sort of the Hulk. One arms Bruce's and one arms the Hulk, but you can't really see one. Yeah, it's... But people love it. Well, that's why it's genius, because you can see both of the characters. That's I mean, true. kind of, like part of one and part of the other, but together you right. can kind of see both of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a hazy lens. Yes, 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 yes. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm. It's like you're watching a Barbara Walters interview. Oh, when oh. they when they used to grease up the lens to make her not really look like she's 85 years old. <laughs> yeah, they're doing that. It's smart. Yes. God, Nick, why are we not making comics, Nick? I don't know. We could sell dozens of copies at, at least a dozen. At least. Oh. At least. But do we have to run the social media channels? Because I don't want to do that. No, no, no. We'll pay somebody to do that. Okay. We'll, we'll get an intern. Because Steve Rogers becomes a Nazi? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Nick, that would Time never happen. Here, Come on. Now you're just Time talking. Out. Now you're t- talking shit. Okay. Oh. Steve Rogers would never become a Nazi. I bet you those would sell some books, though. You think so? Well, at least, you know what? It would put Steve out there. The public's talking. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Well, you know what? I'm sure we could sell copies because people would just buy extras to burn them, right? Yeah. Those are the comics you throw out the window. Yeah, exactly. See? There you go. But you got to buy them first. Well, yeah, Just make sure you buy them full price. No, 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 Yeah, that comic book store is not giving them to you. No, no. Oh no, they'll they'll even order extras if you want to buy them all and burn them. Oh yeah, if you pre-order those, oh my god, they'll have them waiting for you. Hey, you know what works really well too? If uh, if they buy a copy and and Steve Rogers actually is a Nazi, and they get mm-hmm. super upset and they go on the internet mm-hmm. and start saying how terrible this book is because mm. Steve Rogers is a Nazi. Guess what's gonna happen? Nobody's going to buy that. They're going to be like, oh, Steve's a Nazi. I'm not buying that book. No. Or or it'll be, wait, John said that Steve Rogers, uh, well, I'm not really paying attention to whether or not he liked it or not, but that sounds weird enough that I have to go and find a book, that book myself. That's crazy talk. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that. That's why when Captain America died, I bought like 300 copies and let me take a picture of this sweet Tesla car that's out in my parking <laughs> spot now. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. You know, controversy sells, Nick. Oh, absolutely. You know, some people just write comics because uh, they just want to make a bunch of money on, on a comic that doesn't sell. 
Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're just doing it for the controversy, for publicity. Or they feed it to websites. They give them a little scoop mm. and have them write some sweet clickbait articles that suckers you right in. No, that doesn't happen either. Are you, are you telling me that sites like Bleeding Cool and Comic Book Resources and what's what's another one? I don't fucking know. I don't read any of them sites. Are you know. telling me that they get insider information and pretend not to know what the hell's going on when they write their articles so people will click on them, read them, and go order these magical shitty books? That can't be Nick. I think that does happen because no. I've clicked. I've clicked many a time when they said when I've seen the Kate Upton new nude photos, mm. and they're never new. Mm. Full of lies. I mean, that's why you got to check out the fappening. You know what I mean? Mm. The fappening's mm. got it. The fappening's got it. Darn it! We can't put the fappening in our episode title, can't we? No. We might get kicked out of iTunes if we do that. No. No, we can't do that. Mm. No. God, see, if we still all had fucking AOL CDs we had to put in and use our dial-up modems, mm-hmm. you know, like at, uh, 50, not even 56K, man. You know, like That's the, too the much. 28, eight. Yeah. Mm. That's I, too much. I bet you there'd be less trolling then. It would take so long to get online that trolls would just go outside and throw a football around or something. I don't know. Maybe they'd actually read the fucking comics they talk shit about before they talk shit about them. <laughs> mm. God, this has been a great conversation, Nick. It's never going to go backwards, Martin. I, I got to tell you, this this podcast is so professional. How we just talked for 20 minutes in metaphor and hyperbole Without second thought, I don't even know. It's genius. And without ever naming the book that you can't spoil. We're good. No, we didn't even do that. We're good. We're pros. See? That's why DuckDuckGo pays us all that money. Yeah, absolutely. DuckDuckGo slash Nerd Legion. Quack, quack. Yeah. Yeah, search engine under the stars. Well, I mean. It is. To one star, just me. Why, why wouldn't people want to go to the search engine that only stars use? Mm. Yeah, it's like, a, yeah, it's like your your daughter sees what T-Swiss wearing, and she's like, you know what I'm going to start wearing? Vests. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, T-Swiss wears vests? I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just giving you an example. I'm going to get that. Uh, that's but when you find out that Patrick Stewart uses DuckDuckGo, then it's like, well, I like Patrick Stewart. Why wouldn't I use that? I heard that's true. I saw an article on uh, bleedingcool.com. Yeah, quack, quack. <laughs> oh, Nick. Nick, Nick, hmm. Nick. You know, what's, you know what's kicking my butt? Are we? Uh, I'm sorry, are we done with this topic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the next topic? Uh, there is there is none. Oh, okay. This is just coming off the top of my dome. Sure. You know what's killing me that I didn't, like, plan for and usually I'm very good with this the Marvel hype machine and comiXology whenever there's any new media that hits anybody's eyeballs there's always a comiXology sale mm, comiXology sale do tell and now my 
my boy, old Petey Parker, he has a new movie out. Guess what? what's on sale? A crap ton of Amazing Spider-Man offshoot whatever is on sale, and the amount of money that I have in my Comixology fund is complete goose eggs. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. It's like, dude, I should have been for the last month and a half, I should have been socking away money. I'm surprised, too, because you're usually really good at that. Oh, yeah, I know. This one just snuck up on me. Hmm. And the next one that's going to sneak up on me, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. I know it will. Mm-hmm. Like, I, to be honest with you, I thought Spider-Man was coming out when... What's the one in November? Is it Ragnarok or is it Justice League? What's coming no, out in no, November? Rag- Ragnarok's November. Justice League is okay. next year. Okay, okay. Then I think that's the confusion. I thought Amazing Spider-Man was coming out around my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't socking away any money. And then, honest to God, because you know, I, I'm just like you. I'm on blackout. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't care that, like, oh, other than, like, it's a Funko Amazing Spider-Man, you know, whatever, Funko Pop Mystery Box. Okay, I'll look at that. But if it's, like, Amazing Spider-Man, you know, movie trailer or, like, people talking about it, I just assumed that, oh, it's another advanced trailer Mm -hmm. until, honest to God, last week. And it was my wife saying, are we going to go to (laughs) Spider-Man? And, like, Jack reached out from the Ultimate Marvel podcast, fantastic Mm -hmm. podcast that Mm -hmm. that I'm I'm currently on. Mm -hmm. You are. And he reached out a day after my wife tells me, are we going to get tickets? And then he reached out and he was like, hey, can you come on and do a review? And in my head, even then, I was still like, yeah, absolutely. Buddy, it's not out till November. Like, hey, guy, it's not out till November. We have plenty of time to discuss who's doing a review with you. Mm-hmm. And that sure is S. It, yeah, it's coming. It's coming Wednesday. <laughs> I think it's the July 4th. The July 4th thing threw me off. So I have no money. The moral of the story, no money to buy any of these sale items. That's a shame. But, eh, you know, it'll come back around, please. Oh, yeah. When Spider-Man showed... Homecoming 2 comes out. No, I, I'm even thinking, like, Avengers. Mm. Like when the Avengers movie comes out. Spider-Man will be in it, and then guess what? You're going to see a few Spider-Man stuff trickle in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No big, no, no biggie, no biggie. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. That's why when you're on blackout, sometimes you lose stuff. It goes right. into a black hole. You're right. You're yep. right. You should, uh, if you listen to this, you should go listen to Nick talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. Unless you're afraid of spoilers, I guess. Oh, there are spoilers. Yeah, don't listen to it if if you at all don't want to be spoiled with anything. You can go to the new website, nerdylegion.com, and then go to slash podcast slash U as in ultimate, M as in Marvel, P as in podcast. And it's episode 20. And I guess uh, our buddy Daryl Taylor was mad that he didn't get to talk about it, so he went on episode 21 and talked about homecoming again with with Jack. I even threw out to Mr. Southern. I even threw out to him, I'm like, are we doing this too early? Mm. 
like, i.e., should we wait for people to see it instead of doing it on the day it's being released? Right, right, right. Nah, nah, let's just do it. And I'm like, I really don't want to spoil anything. Like, the spoiler stuff in this movie is tons of fun. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't have, have it spoiled. And he was like, no, 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 we'll just, you know, we'll bumper it and we'll make sure that people know that they're spoilers. No worries, no worries. And then the next day when, oh, and then after we finished recording, and I assume he reached out to everybody like, hey, you want to do this? Because guess what? It's his podcast, not mine. Oh, sure. So the very, and he's like, no, 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 let's do it. And then once we were wrapping it up towards the end, he goes, Daryl seeing it one o'clock in the morning and it was right around one o'clock when we finished. He's like, he's seen it at one o'clock in the morning. He wanted us to wait wait till after he saw it to do it. And I was just like, why didn't we just wait? <laughs> like what? Like whatever. You know, he like, wants to he wants to get in while it's hot. He wants it timely. Get it while it's hot. Yeah, he doesn't want any dust on that Spider-Man. Mm. Dust it off. Dust it off. But it was oh, good. Man. It was a fun discussion. No, that's good. I was. Uh, I'm gonna listen tomorrow when I go to work. Don't. Um, how long was the movie, by the way? How long? Yeah. Four and a half hours. No, it's not. What? You're such you mean boy. without trailers? Yeah, without trailers. Oh, okay. About an hour and forty-five minutes. Okay. I'm looking at it now, Nick. You're wrong. It's two hours and 13 minutes. It felt like it. Did you ask me how, how it felt? Oh, and that's good if it felt shorter. Yes, absolutely. Well, if we add up the uh, episode 20 and 21 running times, mm-hmm. that's uh, a little over three hours, Nick. <laughs> so the podcast discussion is uh, quite a bit longer than the movie itself. I would highly okay. recommend not listening to it. I yeah, don't want you probably want to watch spoiled. it first, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there, there's some cool scenes that you shouldn't have spoiled. Mm. And it goes all the way to the end. I gotta ask Some you, cool stuff. Yeah? How, how was Zendaya? You know what's weird? She got... And I'm completely unfamiliar with her. Mm-hmm. But she got... Almost top billing. No kidding. And yet she's only she only appears in maybe eight to ten scenes. Hmm. And they're real quick scenes. She has like a few quips, a few lines here and there. But her name is is above even the love interest of Peter Parker. Interesting. Yeah, it's really strange because I even purposely I'm like, who's Zendaya? And then they always go through, like, the names, and then they'll have, like, Peter Parker, dot, 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 Tom Holland. And so I was waiting for that type of scroll to Mm -hmm. be like, was Zendaya Liz, his love interest? No, not at all. Hmm. Yeah, very weird. (laughs) Very weird. Why, is she on, like, some, like, kids program or something? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Matter of fact, um, Zoe was watching some movie tonight on Netflix mm-hmm. and it had Zendaya in it and some other girl. They used to have a show on Disney Channel, I guess, or Nickelodeon maybe. Oh. I don't know. I was like, oh, that's the girl from Spider-Man. And she's like, I know Daddy. 
I was like, no, you don't. Yeah. She's got another show that she watched where she's like a super spy, and I think that's also a Disney or Nickelodeon show. I don't know. Well, whoever her agent is, genius. Kudos, kudos to them because mm-hmm. they got her high up in that building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much the people that you'd expect: the Tom Holland, Michael Keaton, um, who plays May. Uh, I'm already zoning. Yeah, Marissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. Then it's like Zendaya. Wow, like she's above like. Even, like, actors that I'm like, oh, I've seen them in other films. Oh, I've seen them. Wow. Like, she's high up there. And then all of the other, like, his best friend, his love interest, uh, Flash Thompson, like, all the other high school kids, mm. way below her. No kidding. Yeah, so way to go way to go on her agent. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. Wow. But she had some good snarky little comebacks. It was funny. It was that's good. Cool. She was good. Yeah, she was absolutely good. Yeah, that's good. Good, and there's, for, there's, good for you, Zendaya. Yeah, there's even a little spoiler with her. So, Episode title, good for you, Zendaya. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, for it. sure. That's going to that's gonna increase our uh, web traffic. Oh, yes. We can get all the Nickelodeon traffic. Yeah, until they listen to the first three minutes and they're like, what? This isn't Zendaya. Off, what? but you've already downloaded it by then. <laughs> Suckers, gotcha, bitch. Yes, if you got to this part, I just called a thirteen-year-old girl a bitch. Oh, oh, shame on me. Shame on me. Um, you know, our buddy Dewan uh, emailed me. I was talking to him last night on Were open you? bar. Did Did he mention anything to you about this email? No. No. Oh. Well, we're not going to discuss it now. Well, then why'd you bring it up? Like, listen, can't do that. Uh, because uh, I'm not going to lie. I replied to him, and then I totally forgot to tell you about it. Oh. But uh, our buddy Dewan's got a uh, a wedding anniversary coming up. Oh, yeah? He wants some crockpot recipes, Nick. Oh, no. He did bring up the crockpot recipes did with he? me. He talked about the anniversary... Uh, well, I mean, really, you should listen to Open Bar when it comes out. Oh, I will. Um, I'm sure you will. Um, but he said he has an anniversary that's coming up, and he wants to do a crockpot recipe. And he was very, and this might have been because he had a couple drinks, but he was very insistent on having a seafood crockpot recipe. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't think you want to be cooking seafood in a low low and slow crock pot for six to eight hours because your love pad your love pad is going to be reeking (laughs) and then aaron bell who was also on the open bar uh jumped in and said i have the perfect recipe for you and then he went through uh the recipe for taco bagels of course which we all poo-pooed as that is not romance at all. And Daryl came up with a simple solution, and that is you order carry-out from a fantastic restaurant and then pretend like you made it yourself. There you go. Absolutely. There you go. Problem solved. See, Daryl might have those white spots in the brain, but he's still smart, Mm -hmm. especially about the ladies. Absolutely. 
Um, yeah, you can't. I mean, you can cook seafood in the crock pot, though, Nick. You can cook anything in the in the crock pot, but yeah. do you want that smell in the crock in your house? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the key, Nick. The Uh-oh. key is you cook everything else uh-huh. in the crock pot like normal, and then you add the seafood in the last like 20 minutes. Okay, I've done that. I've done that. Yeah, yeah. that works. Because, well, not only that, especially with, uh, like, shrimp or lobster or something like that, mm-hmm. a crustacean of some sort, that meat is not going to be good if you put it in the crock pot for six to seven hours. You know what I mean? No. It's going to be, no. like, pus. In yeah, the even, even a, like, thick tuna steak. No. That, that's going to be like a hockey puck. Oh, yeah. Dude, fish is easy. If you, if you like, flash fry a fish or any kind of seafood like mm-hmm. a minute or two per side it doesn't take very long well then give Jawan a recipe come on a crock pot recipe pull it pull it out of your your rolodex all right all right you ready yeah do it this right. is cooking corner get all right. going let's do uh let's do crock pot jambalaya yeah ring the ring the bell let's go all right crock pot jambalaya uh let's see shred some chicken well you can't really shred it you can you can boil chicken for a couple minutes Okay, so it's not cooked all the way through, but you can shred it. Um, so do that. Chop up some, uh, I, I prefer summer sausage. It's got a little sweetness, a little spice. Uh, tomatoes, onions, green peppers, red peppers, orange peppers. The, whole, the holy trinity. The, the holy trinity. Um, celery, chicken broth. Enough to, like, you know, kind of cover the whatever you put in there. Um, but you don't want it to go in over. Um, and then just seasoning, whatever you want to season it with. I prefer a lot of red parsley flakes. A little bit of paprika on my jambalaya. But uh, anything that you can spice it up with, that's fine. Throw that all in there. Six, seven hours. When you're ready to get this going... You dump your shrimp in. 20, 25 minutes. Done. So six and a half, seven hours total is what it should take. Um, that's it. You got perfect jambalaya, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do the browning on the chicken. No, no. I, in the crock pot, you don't need to. It comes out, like, super tender. But I don't even do the shredding part. The beginning part with the chicken. Yeah. It's it goes. I my preemptive, and this is with any chicken recipe going in. I will build a base of like it might just be a couple half cut, half cut like onions cut in half at the bottom mm. by the by the heat source, and then on top of that, I'm, I'm just laying down the full chicken breast. But I would oh, me, no kidding me chicken thighs. That's where all the flavor is. Boneless yeah, chicken yeah. thighs. If you're doing some kind of super stew, I could definitely see that. I'm even thinking jambalaya. Yeah, I think. Well, but well, I always, yeah, yeah, I I always jambalaya is kind in. of a stew. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I always, I put a base of just any type of vegetable you're going to use. If it's like if you're throwing in for jambalaya, if you're throwing in celery, mm-hmm. just cut one stalk in half and then just balance the like chicken on it. Mm-hmm. 
Because you're right. Usually you're just leaving it. You're not really stirring it for about four or five hours. Mm -hmm. You can, but you mm -hmm. don't have to. And then when I come back, it's pretty much it, it will be cooked. And then I just do the old. I'll either take them out, or you can just use your ladle and break it up. And it's just like shredding it. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you do you prefer to do your crockpot recipes on low or on high? Depending on your time constraints. Mm. My preference is always low. Okay, good. We're we're on the same page then. Yeah. And to be honest with you. I've even learned, because my Crock-Pot runs a little hot, uh, temperature-wise. Mm -hmm. Even my low is hotter than normal Crock-Pots, and yeah, my yeah. high is... is cr Whenever they're giving you, like, put it on high for two to three hours, I'm checking that at, like, 140, because it, it's usually done. Hmm. But I, I've discovered, and I don't know how you are with this, and, and it's a little bit of a fiddle, especially if you're coming home from work. That's what makes this, this a fiddle. But, like, if you can't, if you need everything done, like, for Dewan, if he needs everything done and he doesn't have time to come home and, like, prepare anything, but if, if it was me, I was doing that crock pot, I would be getting everything ready, then I would salt and pepper the chicken, throw them on a cookie sheet, cook them for 18 minutes at 400, so they're pretty well done. Mm-hmm. And then I throw them in for the last, like, 10, 15 minutes. So they're already done. Mm. But because my crock pot runs so hot, it dries out chicken. Really? And I don't, and I don't want that balancing act. I don't want to be juggling. So mm. I know, like, if I do thighs or a chicken breast for 15 to 17 minutes instead of the normal, like, 20 to 22, mm -hmm. then I'm all, they're almost cooked, and then I just throw them in for the last, like, 20 minutes 15 minutes just to like get you know get everything incorporated mm -hmm. and then you also have all of the pan drippings from the cookie sheet and you just sort of put all of those juices right into right into the uh, crock pot mm. but mine runs hot like my previous crock pot it was perfect like perfect chicken never ever dried this one it'll dry it to the bone no kidding yeah it's a pain in the butt hmm I, anytime I cook crock pot though, Nick, I always make sure I have you know, six, seven, eight hours because I, I just don't like cooking on hot. It's not the same, Nick. It's not the same. It isn't. No, unless, unless you're, unless you have a recipe that calls for that, mm -hmm. I never, ever want to do that. Mm -hmm. But some recipes call for, I don't know how, I don't know if you've ever done like split pea soup or something like that. There's some recipes that will call for high because they want you to run it on high for an extra hour, mm. and that's how and that's how they're reducing and thickening the soup because they're evaporating it all. Makes sense. Yeah, but I still don't like it because guess what? That high, that cleanup. Ooh boy, that that's a bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a pain in the butt. But on low, oh my god, come on. Piece of cake. Yeah. Piece of paper cake. towel. You're done. <laughs> but I like that jambalaya recipe. That sounds good. But I'm surprised you don't throw in... What's normally in the jambalaya? The thing that gets a little slimy. Not black-eyed... slimy. Yeah, it's a vegetable. Not like black-eyed peas. Okra. I'm surprised you're not throwing okra. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't like okra in the crock pot. Okay. No. For, for the same reason. It gets super slimy. 
I, I don't know how to not have okra be slimy, so I, I don't ever touch it. Well, I mean, you could fry it. So what you could do is make the whole jambalaya, and if you want okra in it, just flash fry it and then yeah. mix it in. But you, you don't want to cook it in there. That shit falls apart, dude. It wouldn't be a benefit to me, mm. other than a texture thing. Mm-hmm. Like that, like I, you know what I'm saying? Like to flash fry it, that's a lot of effort for what little benefit you'd get from it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess. And so. you know, you know, one thing that's a little bit of a bummer that I can't find around, like when you were building your jambalaya stock, mm-hmm. the one thing I can never ever find is like a seafood or shrimp stock. And I'm sure if I went to a butcher, I probably can. But in regular grocery stores, I can never find it. No, all you can get is beef, vegetable, and beef. Or in chicken. Yes. Yeah. Or turkey. Every once in a while, I see turkey. Really? I've never seen turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. At, at some of the, the more fancy places around me. Well, so, but... so if you eat a lot of whole fish, you can make your own fish stock. Yeah, I don't, though. That's the problem. Most people don't. You know what I'm going to be getting in the fall? Let's stay in Cooking Corner for a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the wife and I finally are breaking down. We're waiting for the post-summer sales, and we're grabbing another barbecue system. Oh, nice. I finally will have a grill. I've been without one for about eight years. I have also been without a grill. Oh, it just rusted out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have... I don't have... I mean... My place is a two-bedroom townhome with a detached garage. I can't fit the garage. I can't fit the the grill in my garage. Sure. So I have to cover it and just sort of leave it outside. And guess what? Uh, in Illinois, the four seasons are not a joke. So <laughs> after about twelve, I mean, it took about twelve, fifteen years for finally it just to like fall apart and corrode. Mm-hmm. But still, those. I even told my wife, I'm like, it might cost some money to get a grill, but those are some good 10, 12 years that you can utilize. Because mm-hmm. that's where you want to do the fish. You don't want to be stinking up the old house. You do that You do that on the grill. Uh, I do mine in the oven. I don't like the smell. Well, mm, I mean, there's ways around that, Nick. If you have I, if you I have some it. good fragrant stuff like so the key is oh god this is cooking corner isn't it all right yeah so 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 I bake a lot of fish and and I like um, so if I do salmon mm-hmm. um, salmon is the easiest one because you can do it in like I don't know fifteen minutes and then sure. you, then you do a flash fry on both sides for like thirty seconds just to give it some mm-hmm. crust mm-hmm. Um, but. So we, we've been doing uh, whole fish lately. Um, stripers. Nice. Um, yes. Somebody that works with my wife, um, he likes to go fishing a lot. And so he gave us like, it was like four or five striper. Ooh. Um, which, That's some good fish. Which Oh, uh, it's great fish. Yeah, he, here's absolutely. I quit fishing because, I mean, I, I, I grew up fishing. I love fishing. Same here. Um, but the thing is, it, I like if I go fishing, I want to eat what I catch, right? Absolutely. 
But let me tell you, Nick, most people, when they get fish, they go to a restaurant and just order the fish. Uh-huh. Or they have, like, fish sticks. Uh-huh. Or, you know, like, they buy fish fillets at the store, like, in, sure. in the freezer or whatever. Fresh fish is not easy to prepare. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, especially these, because he sent them in... <laughs> He sent them in like a, a ten gallon, uh, like tup, like a, a container thing, like a, you know, you know those containers for like storing sweaters or whatever. What? Yeah, because you know, like they had to be fresh, so he filled it with ice mm-hmm. and put the fish in there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they were at my wife's work all day. Ooh. So it, it was fine, because. It was full of ice, so like the fish were frozen solid. When they got did, you them. actually have to fillet them. Oh yeah. So he just took the entire fish and threw it into ice. Oh yeah. And just said, "Have at it." Instead of actually cutting off the fillets for you, it oh, would yeah. have been, it would have been time consuming for him. But like my grandfather would do that for us, but he would take one of the old coffee tins. Mm-hmm. Where you keep your grounds, you know, the actual metal tins. Mm-hmm. And he would do the same thing. He would fill it up with fillets, top it off with water, throw it in the freezer. And then that's how we would be presented with 12, you know, stripes or bass or uh, he got a lot of perch as well. So smaller fish. Mm-hmm. But I can't believe he wouldn't have filleted them for you. I mean, granted, you could do it. I mean, I know how to do it as well. But... Well, but so, uh, from my understanding, he was, he went out with some friends for the weekend and they caught a shit ton. Mm-hmm. And by shit ton, I mean like way more than they could have for themselves. So they're sure. pretty much like giving everybody fish. Nice. Okay. So we had like, I think it was four. Oof. One of them was big, dude. Nice. Like, at least, like, seven eight pounds Ooh. um which that's the one that i cooked first nice um, i still have one left in the freezer but yeah it's hard dude especially when they're frozen because you need to let them thaw out yeah you know and he you did have... it sort of ass backwards he really should have stayed at that carving station and did it forever <laughs> he should have that's so, a little crazy so of course i had to thaw the fish out yeah i had to scale the fish Mm-hmm. And scaling, like scaling on some fish, is okay, but like scaling a striper is not easy because no. they have very thick, pointy spikes on their fins. Mm-hmm. So I, of course, got a, a fin spike through my thumb. Absolutely, that was fun. Yeah, you um, can't descale the the motion to descale. That's a pretty violent. Oh yeah, you're putting some weight and like heft behind that. You're, yeah, it's not like you're easily cut. It, it, I don't know what to equate it to. It's not like you're like cutting a piece of paper with like a smooth stroke, like nice and smooth and slow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you you gotta put some heft behind that. Yeah, I could see that hitting your thumb and going right in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zoe wanted to. Zoe did a little bit of scaling. Good. But, uh, Good for her. But the problem is, I had to hold the fish because she, she can't hold. You know, the fish is already slippery, right? You like didn't he, just take the nail and like pound it into the bottom of the fish. No. no. What? No, you hold it by the tail. No, you take a nail Mm-mm. 
on a board mm -hmm. and you hammer the the nail through the bottom of the fish the fish's fin why would i do that because then you have two hands on the fish instead of one holding it at the end i have two hands on the fish i'm holding it with one and i'm scaling with the other but you could have it you could have your other hand at the top of the fish instead of the bottom of the fish yeah, i guess or guess what zoe you wouldn't have to be holding that for her it'd be there yeah i guess so anyways doesn't matter i didn't really want to scale the fish anyway so this is food corner we love this yeah yeah, yeah. so you know the last time i talked about scaling fishes when never i don't think i have either i love this topic well actually i talked about it with my wife because she didn't understand how to clean a fish <laughs> same here my wife my wife we went to costco and we bought I think I I sent you the picture of the um, pistachio encrusted salmon fillets oh, yes. that I did. Yes, yes, yes. Which turned out phenomenal, mm -hmm. and they were even from like cook uh, like healthy cooking, so there was like nothing bad on it. But my god, did it taste decadent! And that was the first homemade fresh fish I made in like probably three years. Nice, because uh, we always get the frozen stuff, which. Oh my god, fresh fish compared to frozen so night and different. day. So different. Night day. Mm -hmm. So now my wife's like, well, they had whole red snapper, but you probably don't know what to do with that. And I looked at her and I was just like, are you freaking serious? We could have had whole fresh snapper. <laughs> I'm like, you should have gave that to me. Like, I know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. Damn it. Well, anyway, so after I get it all all descaled, mm -hmm. and uh, I did it over the sink, I don't have any worse to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, I would have done it in your garage. Well, I thought about it afterwards, but I did it in the kitchen over the sink, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. wasn't too bad because I blocked the drain so the scales wouldn't go in it. Sure. Um, but it was still it was still a messy cleanup. But oh, it, yeah. but then it, then it comes the fun part, right? Because then you got to fillet the fish. Yeah, you're like a surgeon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I, so I filleted one of them. Um, the others I've just cooked whole. And actually, you know what? I I thought they tasted better that way than fillet them. But don't you still have to take out the guts when you cook them whole? Well, yes, you do. Okay, all right. Yes, you do. So we got to do is, oh god, we're getting nasty now. Um, so you got to cut a yeah. slit. You got to cut a slit right underneath the gills. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because then you can pop the head off pretty much after you mm -hmm. cut underneath the gills. And then that also loosens all the organs because it's all just like one mass pretty much. Yeah. Um, it's like our our spine. Everything's yes. connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's connected. So you sever it right kind of in the neck, I guess you would say, right behind the gills all the way through. So you can pull the gills with the skull and all that. Um, and then you pull out all the organs in one piece. And then you just got to wash inside really good. And mm -hmm. then what you can do is you can fillet, or what I would recommend is just to cook them whole uh, once Ooh. you have the innards out. Um, now, do you, do you stuff some herbs up in that shell? What are you doing? I just like thyme. That's it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, just thyme. Salt, pepper, thyme. Um, I put thyme on all fish. Um, <laughs> and, and then on some fish, I'll do a little bit of lemon juice. Um, nice. But, uh, yeah, and the oven doesn't much matter. And the thing is, so if you bake a whole fish, this goes back to mm -hmm. your, your stank thing earlier. Um, 
you don't even need to do a whole lot. So you do a little salt and pepper and thyme on the inside, right after you clean the whole fish. You're not cutting the the you're not cutting the the fins or anything out. Okay, leave the skin on. Okay, you just have the whole fish minus the head, mm-hmm. minus the guts. Um, so what you do is you take a pan, put a little oil on it. Okay, olive oil on mm-hmm. the bottom. Mm-hmm. Then you do your like um, um, your your herbs. You do an herbs bed. Your aromatics. Yes. yes. So do some like basil. Do some uh, some more thyme. Uh, you can do salt and pepper. Do a little couple of uh, lemon slices. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you set the fish on top. Now you're talking. Okay. So your the fish doesn't touch the pan. It's like maybe I don't know a quarter inch off the pan. Yeah. Um, so you've got some air underneath it, okay? Mm-hmm. And that air is going to get all the fresh herby aromatics all up in that fish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All up in those guts. And then, uh, I mean, depending on the fish, you know, you bake it at 350, 375 for 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and that's all you got to do. I might have missed this. And I and I apologize if I did. I'm You know, I might have had an aneurysm and zoned out. Oh, I did miss one part. Coat, coat the fish in uh, olive oil. Smart. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So you get that crispy skin. Absolutely. Um, are you tenting it? Are you doing the parchment paper roll? Yeah, yeah parchment what are you paper. Doing? Okay, okay. That was the part that I was uh, that I didn't hear. Yeah, I totally missed on that. Because um, I love that steam. Oh. Well, so you do the parchment paper on the bottom. Uh, do all that crap, and then you just seal it all off with aluminum foil. Yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you can't seal it with anything else. It's got to be oh, aluminum it's foil. So good. Um, but yeah, it's super easy. And then, and the, the best thing is, um, so you can. It, it's pretty easy to cut out fillets this way, mm-hmm. um, because once it's fully cooked, everything just falls off. Oh um, yeah, and it. it naturally falls off right at the spine um so you get if you cut like right above the belly um you can get probably two or three fillets um Mm. from a whole fish like Mm -hmm. i I mean like meaty fillets you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um because they just fall right off the spine but yeah like you'll have some like little ribs or whatever there's always gonna be bones in it and uh you just gotta watch out for those but if you do it right like the entire rib cage is just there when you oh, yeah, peel yeah. off the oh, fillet yeah. that's oh, yeah. what's the best yep yep because of course like my wife's like well how do you not have all the bones in it I'm like oh no they just come right off mm-hmm. separate right off yep but oh. uh, it's good man it's good and that way you can eat the fins and everything and those people are like what the fuck is he talking about he's eating fins and shit listen <laughs> It's good. Like it doesn't taste like anything. Okay, it's tasting like whatever herbs you put in there. Mm-hmm. That's what the fins taste like, and they're crunchy after you bake them. They're <laughs> like little potato chips made out of fish fins. Hey, if you don't like fish fins, guess what? You just take a pair of scissors and you just cut them off. Yeah, just don't eat them. Yeah, just don't eat them. But uh, anyway, so the thing is, my my family's not huge into fish. Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me rephrase that. My family is not huge into fish other than salmon. Oh yes. boy, 
Um, which, I mean, can you blame them? Because salmon's fucking tasty. Oh, see, I go the other way. Like salmon and tuna. Oh, like, I love tuna. Like fresh, those tuna, are... fresh tuna, not canned tuna. But those two are just like, nope. I have no interest in those. No kidding. Because I, I am predisposed. My mother raised me on tuna steaks, which she would do in the oven, just like you're talking. But like, they were the regular tuna steaks, nothing fresh. So obviously they were probably frozen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she would cook them instead of cooking them like 16 minutes or whatever a cookbook would tell her back in the day. She would do it twice as long. So the salmon steak or tuna steak became, and honest to God, she's even done it with my wife there, where it's like you could take your fork and actually flake it off and it looks like sawdust. Mm. So that's why whenever I hear tuna or salmon, I'm always like, oh, it's the worst. Mm. But then I have experiences of like making a salmon filet and it's just like, oh my God, it's the best. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, see, so my family loves salmon. Mm-hmm. Uh, salmon, and what's what's the the, the shit fish? Um, catfish. Oh, I love catfish, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, not like fish that actually eat shit. Oh. There's like some. Oh, oh God, what's it called? Tilapia. There you go. Oh yeah. They yeah, really yeah, like yeah. tilapia as well, um, with some garlic and uh, lemon juice on that. Yeah, those um, are always the the training wheel fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what they like. Yeah, well, you gotta think. A lot of kids don't like to eat fish. You know what I mean? Well, but those like both of all three of those fish aren't real fishy. So that's why it's yes. like it's a good training wheel to be like, hey, if you want something else, here's a bass or a perch or like something that's a little bit more fishy. Well, so so salmon is really meaty, right? Right. Um, yeah, absolutely. Especially if you cook it skin on, mm-hmm. it's really meaty, and you get that crunch. Uh, but it, you're right; it's not very fishy. Mm-mm. So, like perch or striper or any kind of bass, really, um, you get that that fish texture. Oh um, yeah. It, it it doesn't mean it smells like fish, but the, the texture of a white fish is so much different. Like it's yeah. so, it's flaky. Um, I don't know. Like, it falls apart in your mouth. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. It's just like fibers of meat mm. muscle. Mm. Mm, so good. Wish it wasn't so late I'd run off to the grocery store and make some right now. <laughs> well, see, and so when I was growing up, um, my parents used to make a lot of fish. And they would go to the fishmonger to buy fish. Oh. Nice. You know what I mean? Because we live like pretty close to the coast, and so it was easy to get fresh fish. Um, we so, don't have fishmongers here, just to let you know. Well, we have one. Wow. Here. Um, but I don't know where he gets the fish from. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's a lot. Trust me, there's a lot of lakes and rivers. I'm sure he can get a lot of meat from there. Oh, uh, absolutely. But we're pretty far inland. Like, the coast is three, four hours away. Sure. Um, so if he's getting those fish from local lakes and rivers, sure. Uh, but, you know, there's some things there's no way he can get. Uh, yeah, that's why for Chicago, it's always a head scratcher when you see on a menu or a grocery store that's like fresh, never frozen. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, how are you getting that fish from either coast? Sure, right, right. Yep. Hmm. So there's actually there's a there's a stand uh, near my work that sells uh, shrimp, fresh shrimp. Ooh. Ooh. So I talked to the guy. He actually drives to Charleston every weekend and mm-hmm. catches shrimp, and he keeps them alive in a giant pool in his house. So, I mean, that's, I guess that's really technically considered fresh. This sounds glorious. And it's not bad. It's like eight bucks a pound. That ain't bad. It's not bad at all. For fresh shrimp? Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're crawling when I throw them in the pot, even better. You know what I mean? Oh, heck yeah. Mm. Have mm. you brought that home to the family? Do they like shrimp? No, not yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like shrimp. Yeah, I was going to say, that, like that's, that's a training wheels thing, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, then you bring them over to like, and here's a crab, and that you got to break open to get out any of the goodness. Like, oh yeah, and everyone here likes crab. Yeah, that that's another like. Okay, here's your next step. Yep. Yeah. Uh, See here, fact, here in Chicago, we have butchers uh, about every mile. Mm-hmm. Just because you know we're known for beef and stuff oh, sure. like that, sure, so sure, sure. tons of butchers, fishmonger can't ever i'm sure that i'm sure if i looked i could find one but they're they're rainbow unicorns you never see them (laughs) oh i do like some food talk nick oh i love it you get me hungry Mm. i want to go take that fish out of the freezer right now yeah you should Mm. now did you unthaw all of them and then fillet them all or are you like holding on to them to go through this whole process again next time you want the next fillets. No, no, no. I did two the first time. Okay. Um, so I, fill, I filleted, like I said, I filleted one, and then the other one I cook whole. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Because I think I would have filleted all of them, because I would be so pissed that I have full fish sitting in my freezer. <laughs> like, dang it! I'm like, I would have been so pissed. Like, even if the dude didn't descale, which really he should have, didn't descale, but then he cut out the guts and cut off the head mm-hmm. and gave it to you that way. At least then it's like, all right, this sort of is ready for the grill. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I can tell people don't eat the skin. Mm-hmm. But, man. Mm. But, hey, you got you got $30 worth of fish. I mean, you can't really complain. So. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I'm not going to tell that, you. We had a... Uh... Well, we had a couple actually, two different catfish recipes um, from HelloFresh. Yes, and they were really fucking good. Huh? Was were they both surprised. fried? Um, one of them was fried, the other one was baked. Ooh! And the baked one was really good. And I've never, so I live in the south, so I've never had yeah. baked catfish. It's always been fried. Well, but I mean, catfish normally is a little greasy. That's why you don't. That's why you don't bake catfish. Yeah, but this was not greasy. That's ooh, that's yummy. It was really, really good. Because catfish um, has some good flavor. Well, I mean, they're bottom feeders, so guess what? They're going to have some good flavors. Well, uh, yes, but and usually you put some kind of spiciness on it. Yeah, um, you add a little something to it because they're bottom feeders. They taste a little earthy. Yeah, uh, but I do love me some catfish, man. Mm. Same here. Oh, 
Mm-mm-mm. We have some good catfish in Chicago. Jeez, I might have to go to Evanston <laughs> after this call. <laughs> go see my girl. Jeez. You got anything but else I can't... for me? Uh, no, I I think uh, I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. I think we're a okay. You 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 need to tell me about the. Well, don't tell me. I'll close my ears. Oh no! I'll pause the recording. Uh-oh. About about this this top three thing you wanted to discuss because I didn't realize we've been talking for an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, we're we're almost wrapped up. But uh, I guess we can do it real quick if you want to. Yeah, that's fine. Or we can hold off until next week. However you want to do it. I mean, it could be real quick. Okay. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll set it up. Um, what I told Barton, uh, Legionnaires, was to think of three comic book characters that he liked. Not necessarily his top three, but just three comic book characters he really liked. And he did. Which were, Barton? So, of course, I picked Batman. Okay. Uh, next up, I picked Nightcrawler because I wanted to do a little Marvel in there. Uh, and my third one was the Darkness from Image. Holy cow! Those are all off the board. Mm-hmm. Very different. Uh, and my my next part of the the homework assignment that you didn't want to know about, but it came to me, and, I, and it was one of those questions that I thought would be fun to. Do. It's just a playful. Let's play around a little bit mm-hmm. uh, with these three characters. If you were going to Take an original movie soundtrack that has already come out. Which one <laughs> would you put with which character? And don't say I'm going to use Danny Elfman's or Prince's uh, Batman soundtrack or the, whoever did the Christopher Dolan soundtrack. Like, you can't use Batman animated series for that. Like, it has to be a completely different soundtrack. Wow. If I knew that this is where you were going... I would have asked for uh, some research time. <laughs> well, you never want to know. You always like it uh, sprung on you. Yeah, but soundtracks. I don't keep yeah. track of soundtracks. Yeah, but you see plenty of movies. You don't need to know, like, oh, it's it's a Jerry Goldsmith soundtrack. No, you don't need to know that. Um, because okay. you know. Okay, let me give you an example. Uh huh. For me. Spider-Man 2099. Oh, that's I would, a great book. I would have the Vangelis soundtrack for Blade Runner because it's real synthy mm-hmm. and very futury sounding, mm-hmm. and it seems like that would pair really well with that. Okay. Like when you said Nightcrawler, I imagine like the for with with Nightcrawler, I would be going like Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, no, not at all. Just because, like, I love Nightcrawler doing, like, swashbuckling and stuff like that. But that, but these are for you. Oh, man. These are your soundtracks. We're going to we're gonna have to come back to this. The, okay. the, the only one that I, I kind of think I would know for sure is mm-hmm. uh, the Crow soundtrack for The Darkness. Ooh, that's a good one. Um... Because it's a little industrial. Yeah, a little industrial. There's some Cure in there, some uh, Nine Inch Nails, some Rage in there. Um, 
sets a good mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sets a good mood, and it it goes with it, right? It goes with the theme of the darkness. Oh, but, for sure. But for Nightcrawler and Batman, like that'd be tough, especially Batman. Mm-hmm. Right, that'd be tough. Like, what would I pick for Batman? All right, let's do. We're gonna do this. I, I will do homework on this. <laughs> I didn't know this would in, engage you so much. No, this has me really interested. Okay, good. Because I I don't want to pick normal stuff for Batman or Nightcrawler. Okay. Um, and again, Batman's gonna be tough. Because there's been, like, some themes throughout the movies in the uh, animated series. But mm -hmm. they're also pretty varied. Yeah. Uh, but I also don't want you to be picking Batman soundtracks for Batman. Oh, I, I, absolutely. So yeah. what, I th what I think I'm going to do is I might pick... I might pick uh, maybe, like, uh, a particular arc... Where, sure. Where Batman, from Batman that I really like, and an arc of with Nightcrawler in it that I really like, and maybe base my soundtrack on that. How about that? I like that. Okay, let's do that. But don't, but don't forget. I also said, are you sure you don't want to know this question? And you're like, nope. Hit me, hit me with it when we when we talk. Well, because usually <laughs> the questions that we pick, like I, 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 I like doing them off the fly. Yeah. You know, but something with a soundtrack, like. That's, that's kind of tough. I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was stepping it up a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a little <laughs> tougher. It's a little tougher. <laughs> well, that's all right. Hey, we can make it a little, a little mini topic next next uh, episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, we should be announcing it on uh, our social channels too. What we the should. hell? Let let the let the listeners uh, jump in. Hey, look, they might so, have some good suggestions. So, so I just found this. Uh, Gotham by Gaslight is DC's next animated movie. Huh. Okay. So that would be a, a very interesting uh, industrial soundtrack, I think, to that one, for example. I wonder if they're going to be doing it in the vein of Mignola, or are they just using the story points? I mean, I would assume so, because this article talks about Mignola and Peter okay. Russell, so... That's fun. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's do this. We're about to wrap this episode up. Yeah. Let's however, do it. however, oh. let me say this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There, there's a new Nerdy Legion website. Okay. Yeah. There's, 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 there's a couple of uh, little issues right now. I think I fixed them as I was talking on this podcast, so it's okay. However, by the time this comes out, this should all be fixed. Well. Well, you should be engaged in the podcast that you're on. I mean, I find that horrible. I mean, I was. Did you notice how much I talked in this podcast? Well, I thought you fell asleep a couple of times. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> so, there's a new website. You can go check it out if you want. Okay? But pretty much everything else should be the same for everybody. iTunes should be the same. Tune in, Google Play, whatever other stuff we have. Stitcher. Uh, should all be the same. The only thing that's different is if you subscribe via an RSS feed. So go to NerdLegion.com, get the new RSS feed for whatever your favorite show is. With that said, Nick was in yes. the Ultimate Marvel podcast. Talk Spider-Man Homecoming, as we said here. Daryl Taylor was on there. Okay, Check those two episodes out. Episode 2021 at NerdLegion.com slash podcast slash UMP. Um... There's a new podcast out. 
It's called Best of the Rest. I've teased this a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The first episode is out. I believe they're going to do every two or three weeks. Uh, and it is an indie comics podcast. The one thing that we haven't touched on in New Legion is indie comics. So uh, Dennis and Jay, who have been doing a lot of work with Paul on the Comics in Black and White podcast. Yeah. Um, they have their own podcast now. And Look they're going to be doing stuff that's not uh, mainstream. So they'll do Fantagraphics, Oni, Lions Forge, Toronto Quarterly, Alterna, all that stuff. Look at them. So Striking out. Striking on out. On their own. First episode's out. Check it out. I listened to it tonight. It's really good. They sound more professional than anybody else in this network. Oh, absolutely. Guaranteed. They are. They are professionals. So so check that out. Um, so how indie are, are they, they going to be? Is Aftershock considered indie? Is Valiant considered indie? Image considered indie? So so they're trying to... From, from my, what I understood in this first episode, they're going to try to stay away from um, things like Valiant and Image. Dark Horse? No mention of Dark Horse. We'll see. I can send him a message and ask him. Um, I know they asked me to come on an episode to talk about Lion Forge with them. Because okay, you, good. As you know, I've been reading uh, Lion Forge and really enjoying it. So I'll be on an episode with them for that. Um, I just want I I want parameters. That's yeah. all. I, I do know that they're not constricting themselves with times. So it's not always going to be new books. It might be some old books. Even better. Um, so that's cool. It'll be whatever strikes their fancy, but it's not going to be. There's going to be no Marvel, no DC, little image, little Valiant things like that. So it'll be smaller publishers. Fantastic. Yep. And I mean, those guys have been reading comics for forever, and they've always been huge indie comics nerds. So I'm very excited to see how it goes. So we um, can look. So the listener and and me as well can look up. Uh, how to follow them on social channels and Correct. who to email. You can go to nerdylegion.com slash podcasts slash B-O-T-R for best of the rest. And uh, you can get the uh, the Twitter handle there, the email address, um, all that stuff. I mean, we, we're sort of professional then. Come on. How many times have I set it up and you knocked it over the fence I on mean, this podcast? Every time. Every once in a while, we do some good stuff. We do all right. I mean, it's a it's an out of control roller coaster ninety percent of the time, but <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, we're doing some good stuff. We do all right. Yeah, we do all right. Of course, you can find Nick at Nick Wetmore. I'm at Geekvine. The show is at Nerd Legion, and the website is nerdylegion.com. We're at slash podcast slash nl. That did change too, by the way. Um, so if you're, if you're, so reset your bookmarks, people. Yes, if you if you've been clicking the uh, the the episode tweets, uh, those links will also have changed. <gasps> so I'll be uh, reposting a lot of the stuff from the last few days uh, on Twitter. <gasps> so if I do, don't get mad at me. Well, get mad at me because I did the website, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, you get what you paid for, people. You know, I'm trying to clean things up, make it better. 
Speaking of pay for what you uh, getting what you pay for, I know some friends of ours that podcast have been making fun of other podcasters that maybe have Patreons. We may be launching a Patreon soon. I can't say yes or no. How about that? That's as vague as I can make it, which pretty much means we're going to be launching a Patreon. Just FYI. Um, I think that's it. That's it, Nick. We're done. That's open, a lot to take in. Open Bar is going to be a new podcast. Just FYI. Oh, uh, it's been their own the, little section. Yeah, it's been on the Nerd Legion feed. Uh, probably in the next week or two, Open Bar will be its own feed. Which has been sweet because it's almost like Nerdy Legion Legacy, with them as as part of the Nerdy Legion crew. Correct. We're getting so many extra episodes. Yep, yep, yep. We've been cheating. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> Quiet. Don't don't let them peek behind the curtain, dude. Oh, we're done. God, that was a long outro. We're we're out of here. We're done. That's out. If if your couch. Oh. <gasps>